Hello, my name is Jenna Neal, and welcome back to the School Tips Podcast. Today we're going to be going over mental health and mental illnesses um, and the effects on them because of school and school's effects on them, you know, vice versa. I'm going to be showing some facts, some personal experiences, and not just myself, from, but from other people as well. And we are going to go ahead and get into it. According to the Association of, Ch- of Children Mental Health, only 4% of those students who have mental, behavioral, or emotional disorders graduate from high school, compared to the average 76%. And over 50% of those over the age of 14 in high school that have um, mental or behavioral disabilities will graduate high school. Suicide has been a very high-rising epidemic in America, especially among teenagers. Suicide is currently the second-highest killing thing of teenagers age 14 to 18. And according to a study done in 2019 by the CDC in 2019, found that one in five teenagers have seriously considered committing suicide. In our modern society, when people have mental disorders or mental illness or even just like depression, um, in our society, we're told to talk to people about it. But when people actually come out with it, it is not very much supported. It is a sad fact that many teenagers commit suicide believing that no one would have listened to them in the first place. There are people who will listen, but... In our society, it's pushed under the rug a lot, and I think that um, we need to do more about it. Especially in high school, we get taught about it in the signs, and a lot of you know kids have been given help because a peer has called them out. But I think adults don't realize that they don't know the signs. You know, almost every single time, the parent will say they had no idea the child was even considering this. When in many cases of students um, getting help was because of their peers. So I think also there needs to be adult education and even better education for high schoolers who use the signs as well as teachers. From not only personal experiences, but also just looking at the facts, you know, um, many kids nowadays are not taught like how to respond to when people are, you know, breaking down, such as having an anxiety attack or anything like that. And I think it's really sad because, you know, many people will tease others or call them freaks just because they're having a breakdown. And, like, our society has gotten so bad. I mean, literally it's just a joke that everyone mentally is sad all the time among teenagers. And we really should do something about it. And it's really annoying sometimes to many teenagers when the first thing you say, if, like, you feel depressed or sad or anything, is, like, we're going to get you a therapist and on medicine. Because sometimes you're just pushing it under the rug more. Sometimes you need, like, parents involved, you know, because sometimes the parents can be the problem. And we need to, like, teach others and especially adults that 
they need to be a safe place for kids and students to talk to. Because we really need someone to talk to. Also, another issue I would like to like think about is with um, disabilities in schools. Many kids aren't educated on disabilities at all. I mean, if you honestly asked a teenager what they thought, like, autism or Down syndrome was or anything like that, they probably wouldn't be able to give you a good answer at all. It would probably just be stereotypes they learned from the media. I think there needs to be a little bit more education, and especially since many of the special ed students, we just don't see them at all in schools, honestly. I think there needs to be, like, a little bit of integration so that, you know, people can actually understand disabilities. Um, so they aren't just assuming things. And honestly, you can see how it is affected in schools. For example, you'll, it's a constant joke of, like, autism jokes, everything like that. And even the word retarded, many people use it. Like, they don't even know that as a derogatory term. That, like, it actually can offend people. And they don't even know who all is, you know, who's retarded around them. Like, actually. Not figuratively. But. I think there needs to be a lot more education in schoolings. And I mean, um. Even though special ed kids are not near school life most of the time. They still can get bullied and teased, and especially students that are somewhat disabled or, you know, mentally or physically that still are in, like, schools with average students. They still have to go through that, and most of the time, no one even knows it, and so they just sit there silently and have to hear a bunch of derogatory stuff about them without the people even knowing what they're saying. Only 16% of all children in school have access to someone who can actually help them with their mental health. And um, only one-fourth of all students who actually really, really need it do have access. More than 77,000 children in special education are expelled or suspended for 10 or more days in a school year, especially children with autism, anxiety, and learning disorders. I've seen many children in schooling systems, especially special ed, that have teachers that just aren't, like, prepared or, like, I guess good enough at the job to help children with special needs um for example i even know of one case a child that i know that is autistic that lives in el paso they had to do a court case recently because during coronavirus they had no schooling whatsoever usually with their um educational contract they have with a certain school a teacher would come to his house every single day five days a week with coronavirus, um, the teacher only came at the most three times a week, and at some point it became zero, and he had no schooling for over a month, which is really illegal, and they guess their contract, and they have, they've been trying to go to court over it, but many children in the system just don't, just aren't treated fairly, I know, um, 
Each year, around 46,000 children with special、um, learning disturbances and around 26,000 children with emotional disturbances such as autism and ADHD drop out each year. Like I've said, there needs to be more education in our schoolings for、um, mental issues, disabilities,、um, learning disturbances, emotional disturbances, everything like that in our schoolings. And not only that, but there is a way higher rate of children who commit suicide or have mental disorders that are、um, minorities in race or ethnicity, as well as part of the LGBTQ community. And there needs to be a lot more education in、um, our schooling. I think that our generation currently has done a lot better than past generations、um, with how they treat minorities. And I think. When our generation is older, we will raise even a more accepting generation. But I think that schooling needs to also communicate with parents a lot more often, especially those with、um, children who are part of minority groups. So they can talk about, you know, your child has a higher chance of mental disorders or illnesses and what they can do about it. I think we have a very toxic world and we need to have a lot more programs in our schooling so that children can have access to what they need, whether it's a therapist or, you know, going to a specialist and get medications.、Um, but in the end of the day, we need an open space where people can talk. And currently, in our modern society, in schoolings especially, we don't have that. So, a couple of tips for mental disorders and illnesses in schooling is A, if you have one, try to find at least one person, whether it's in school or at home or in your family, anywhere that you feel comfortable talking to about it. From personal experience, I have a friend who also has、um, very bad anxiety. And so, I'll talk to her about you know, Asperger's and anxiety and all of that. And she'll talk to me about hers. And it creates a way more free open space, and you can see that other people also relate to what you relate to. Also,、um, try if you are able to, if your parent or whatever guardian you have, to be open with them. And if you think you need medication or a therapist or just to talk to them, or if you, your family needs to change the way you do things in your house. To fit your needs or to make you happier and to help you out at the end of the day. Please try to talk to them and try to get that set up. I know, you know, I'm almost 16 years old now, so my parents have learned some of the things with me. Like, don't talk over each other because I will not comprehend anything you may say whatsoever. And I will have a blatant anxiety attack if they get way too loud. So, those are things that will be learned over time. I know it'll be a lot harder, especially if your disorder or illness is something that you've just recently found out about. You know, I know my tics and everything else like that. It's from when I was very little. You know, there are still some things that pop up that are new. Like, wow, seizures. Didn't know I had those. But. 
at the end of the day, most of the time you'll be able to adapt after a while, but helping your family adapt with you will help so that you're in a better space. You can also relax at home because home is one of the best and most relaxing places to be. Because I know school can be very stressful and tough sometimes. And an end of the day tip is to always learn and to just be calm with yourself and don't stress too much. You know, don't overwork yourself or overstress yourself. Let your emotions out. You know, it's unhealthy to keep in the tears. If you need to cry, cry. I mean, it'll always make you feel better. And it'll make you a stronger person. But at the end of the day, those are my tips. And I hope you'll have a very blessed day.